Welcome, welcome everyone. Welcome to another episode of the crew getting together, talking about a victory on Sunday. We had our victory. We are we locked up the number one seat, gentlemen. We have something positive to talk about this week. Who wants to go first? Who's excited? Man, hey, just just, just nope. let's just get a round of applause for the uh, locking up that number one seat. You got a round of applause, Beto? Yes, I do. Give me one second. Damn, Beto out here being slower than a mouse. <laughs> Go ahead, Come in hot. All right, I'm going up first. All right. Um, my thoughts about the game and just us locking up the number one seed. I mean, I think not even the number one seed is really important for us because, man, we're banged up in a lot of spots that, you know, some of these guys need that extra time like a Eric Armstead, like a Christian McCaffrey now. So uh, it's great to see that the 49ers – get that number one seed and now you know the, the nfc games will be running through levi's stadium they will not have to be going on the road um until you know hopefully they get to the super bowl but yeah um one guy that really stood out to me and i know dion kind of been hating on this guy a little bit because he's been hurt a lot but man elijah mitchell i, I was excited to see how he looked um when cmc went down i, I thought he you know, showed some really good things. He's looked his best, I think, since he's been hurt. So I think he could be a big piece, to be honest, in the playoffs. And great bounce back game from Brock Purdy. Um, that's exactly what you you need from Brock Purdy. I mean, no no turnovers and defensively. Even even Fred Warner said this, like in his podcast too. They need to get turnovers. You know, they're they're always trying to get three turnovers. Well, the Niners got two, and what happened? They ended up winning. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Brandon. You, I got to go ahead you and give props and say, uh, Elijah Mitchell, he looked good. He did. He looked pretty good. You know, 17 carries, 80 yards. He did his thing. You know what I'm saying? Now, once again, for me, if you could continue to do that, sir, that'd be great. So one game for me isn't going to sell me on him again, but I can say that he did a great job while he was in there. Um, thing that stood out to me in this game was um, I love the way we were collapsing the pocket. Um, Ken Law is just – he's been looking great. Like, I, that dude's had a full resurgence. You know what I'm saying? He's been looking actually absolutely amazing. Uh, this guy, Logan Ryan, didn't do too bad in, in, uh, in instead of uh, Jair Brown. Um, so – that was cool. We had another situation where we were able to put in, you know, our backups in the fourth quarter, which is a great thing. And everything worked out, man. I mean, I just, you know, I had to watch the game on replay because, of course, it wasn't local here because we were playing fucking commanders. So ain't no way you're getting on TV playing them, um, especially when they suck that bad. <clears throat> I have to say the only thing that I'm wondering is, is Kyle going to sit everyone? And are we going to not sweep the NFC West? That's the big question because if he does sit everyone, you know what I mean? We're, it's going to be hard. Um, 
I saw what Feliciano did at left guard. He he's he's pretty good at like swing guard. You know what I'm saying? He played yeah. on left order, right side, had Burford in there. That worked out very well. Um, you know what I'm saying? The the great thing is is we had I think I reposted it on Twitter. We have um, you know, several guys over a thousand yards in CMC, Debo, um, Brandon Ayuk and George Kittle as far as receiving and rushing. Um you know, uh, scrimmage yards and whatnot. So I think we just, you know, came back, got a nice little win against these uh, commanders, and now we got to, you know, go ahead and chill out at home and uh, beat up on these lamb chops. What about you, Christian? Uh, I'm just happy we won we got the first seed. The whole game was – I'm glad we won. It just felt like a get in and get out type game, so – um, had some good, exciting plays here and there, but I'm just happy we won. I'm I'm ready for the season to be over, playoffs to start. Let's go. I don't I don't really care what happens next week. I could care less if we lose when we rest the starters. So let's just get on to the playoffs. See, Brian, you want to add anything real quick? <laughs> no, um, I just I uh, want to say you know. Freaking excited that we we were able to uh, lock down that one seed and have the playoffs run through us at Levi's. And um, Brock pretty Booyah! bounced back, looked phenomenal. And Brandon Ayuk had a freaking phenomenal game as well. Yeah, they sure did. That uh, pass from uh, Brock Purdy when he was kind of got out of the pocket, made made extended the play with his legs and able to direct uh, Ayuk to the left and uh, get him the ball. Um, something I wanted to touch was something that Christian mentioned a, a minute ago about he doesn't really care about next week, whether we rest or not, or blah, 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 whether we win or not. I understand we secured the number one seed. There's nothing that's going to move us from there. But I want to ask you, gentlemen, um, there's pros and cons to resting players. Uh, if we do rest players, Keep in mind, they're going to be pretty not touching the field for about three weeks. Uh, if we do rest players and allow them to get healthy, that can be a positive too. I want to ask you guys individually, uh, should we rest whatever starters we can rest, particularly those that have a little bruises and bumps here and there uh, for the two weeks, uh, or should we play them a half? I want to get your guys' opinion and your feelings on this. Like I said, there's pros and cons to each of, of the decisions that Kyle's going to make. I want to get your thoughts. Uh, we'll start with you, Dion. So for me, honestly, uh, I would probably rest them. Um, or if I did play them, I'd play them for about a quarter. You know, mm-hmm. um, I understand exactly what you mean as far as that goes because, you know, that football callus has to stay there. And mm-hmm. your body has to continually feel like you're ready to play every single week. Some dudes do need just flat out rest. Like, hey, just sit this dude on the bench, let him chill. Like, um, I, I definitely would rest Nick Bosa. Even if we played our, our some of our guys the first half, Bosa wouldn't see the field. He'd be looking at it from the sidelines. I have no reason to put him on the field. He knows what he's doing. And whenever he gets on the field, there, it's rare that you get rust out of him. You know what I'm saying? You find those types of guys. And if you know those are the dudes that really truthfully need the rest, they need to get those little nagging injuries to chill. Um, guys who can go, 
you know what I'm saying, and are ready to go, go ahead, throw them in there for a little bit if they want, you know, just get a little small thing. And to be honest with you, I mean, I don't care if we, you know, take an L against the Rams because it doesn't stop us from having a number one seed. But then again, you know, low-key, the asshole in me just wants to make sure that we beat the shit out of the fucking Rams just because You're it's the, the Rams. One. We've been beating on them for years. So, you know, I, I agree with Christian's sentiments, but at the same time, like I said, the asshole in me says, fuck the Rams. I want to make sure that we make the W, you know, make them lose and make the them division cry. For two years in a row. Absolutely. Yeah. And hopefully, you know, screw their playoff chances as much as we can. No, like that, that's, that's the they, only thing. They're in the same spot, whether they win or lose, they're staying at six. Oh, okay. So they're, they're like us. They're, they can rest their, their players. They, they, yeah. They, so next, so next week we could proverbially see a, a game of backups versus backups. It, it, there's a possibility. Yeah. You know, and I'm a hundred percent sure Matthew Stafford would love the fucking time off. I'm a hundred percent sure Puka Nakul would love to go back to being the number one receiver and Tutu Atwell being the number two and Cooper Cup getting the rest. Like, if that happens, then we have a game, a game of backups. Hell, look, Sam. Jazz on the field and show me something. Get Aaron Donald rest. Yeah, for real. A rest too. Like, go ahead and put Sam out there. Fuck it, man. No point for me to do, to risk Brock Purdy getting injured. Nope. Need this guy ready for the damn playoffs. And I don't think mm-hmm. he needs anything else, man. He's he looked great. And and the thing about this game that really made me happy was we balanced it. We were heavier on the run than we were on the pass, and that's how we win football games. This overthrowing pass and shit, you do that when you got to come from behind, but that's not your normal game plan to start. Kyle knows what his bread and butter is. Just stick to it. That's how you win games. But me personally, maybe a quarter, if that, but nothing more than that. Other than that, I'm just, I'm sitting them. Yeah, what about you, media? What's your thoughts? Um, so I, I've also actually said this a little bit on Twitter, too. Um, but I think that the starters should play. I'm not saying a lot either. I'm, I'm saying like Dion, maybe a quarter. Um, it's just, you know, like I get these guys are professionals and all. And yeah, there's some guys that don't need to play it like a Nick Bosa. And I, it's good that they're just resting CMC too, because he is beat up. He's a guy that I'm not worried about whatsoever either. But I, I do think that it's important to still get some of these guys, I think, playing time just to make sure that that rust doesn't end up wearing off because, like you guys said, it's basically kind of like three weeks. Um, so, you know, I know it's been a small sample size, but I can kind of remember this from a few years ago where the Ravens did a very similar thing and then going into their wild card game, like they were looking extremely rusty and, that's why they ended up losing. So I, I'm saying that the 49ers, I think, should play the st- certain starters a little bit, but it should mostly be a backups game. I like that. I like that. Uh, what about you, Christian? Uh, well, you already kind of, we already got with your part of it. Uh, Brandon, what, what's your thoughts on, uh, on it? Should we rest everybody, period? Uh, what I mean by everybody, obviously you can't rest the whole team, but... Somebody has to play, but we're talking about like the Fred Warners, uh, the Greenlaws. Do they need to be out there? Um, Mooney, does Mooney need to be out there? Does uh, Debo need to be out there? You know what I mean? They, they already said that Christian is not going to play, so that's a good thing for you know for him to keep working on his cab. Uh, but what are your thoughts, Brandon? 
What's up, Adam? Uh, so for so for me, uh, I'm gonna say, oh. um, <laughs> little man's getting crazy, but um, fucking dogs no, in the corn. Um, no, I say rest everybody, um, especially if uh, the Rams uh, doesn't affect their playoff position, and they're probably gonna be going with their bench warmers as well. You might as well do it as uh, and you know. Get that get those weeks off because you notice um, somebody pointed this out, but notice how bad we needed the bye week for us to recuperate and um, you know bounce back, and we looked freaking phenomenal. We had a six game winning streak, right? So having the time off for our starters and especially CMC since he uh, has a mild calf strain, um, that's going to help out a lot. So just let the let the backups play. Um, like Dion said, see what Sam has in his bag and uh, go from there, and then we can move on and watch the playoffs. Yeah, I like that take. Um, absolutely. You know, that that uh, buy is so important, gentlemen, because uh, as you know, we were starting, you know, on those three-game uh, losing streak. You know, our defense looked a little tired. Uh, they were missing tackles, and then, they got that much needed buy when they did, and then they kind of came back and they were refreshed and they started to steamroll over teams. And then you started seeing that fatigue come back into the defense. And um, this buy, particularly getting two weeks off, everybody has said in their mamas that nobody wants, nobody wants to play a healthy 49er squad. Uh, the Niners are unbeatable if they're healthy. Uh, and this is an opportunity for them to absolutely allow players to rest. And uh, I understand the rust and I understand that, you know, this or that. But right now, what seems to be more important to us is rest, allowing these players to to rehab and, and get better and and do what they got to do and, and not injure any other players. I'm very I'm for not playing Brock. We know what Brock can do. Uh, let's play. Let's play. Um, the backup, number 14, Sam Darnold. Let's see what he can do in case, God forbid, we ever need him. Hopefully we don't in the playoffs, but at least give him some work in there. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if the Rams don't play none of their players either. It'll be like the, the game of backups. Who has better backups uh, for that game? I don't know what would be worse, that game or a preseason game, if that happens. But at the end of the day, let's get our guys um, rested. And, and enjoy a uh, wild card game. It seems like if everything goes as planned, it looks like it could be the Rams taking the Cowboys in the first game. I know this is a Niners show, but this is football. I want to get your honest thoughts, man. The Rams going into Dallas. Dallas hasn't lost at home, but Dallas is not the same team that people think they are. Not, uh, the Rams are playing hot. Uh, Sean McVay has them playing good. Uh, is there, do you guys think there might be an upset there in Dallas, or do you think uh, Dallas is just too good? But at this point, it's the Rams playing the Lions, not Dallas. Dallas would play whoever the seventh seed is. I meant, yeah, that's right. I meant, sorry, I meant to say the Lions. Do you think the the Rams can go and and beat the Lions? I got the Dallas Cowboys mixed up with there. I would, I would actually like to see that matchup too: Stafford versus Goff. They're all teams. I mean, yeah. yeah. That'd be interesting. I, I, mean, I think it'd be a pretty what good would be game. Interesting is if, yeah, what would be interesting is if uh, Matthew Stafford went in there 
and got that W against his former team, the team that basically lined his pockets for his whole career. Mm-hmm. You know, so that that that'd be crazy, and then it'd be just just the opposite. It's like the perfect uh, scenario when you look at it, uh, just due to the fact that the the Lions have you know golf, and he could do the same thing. Take the hey, y'all traded me away, y'all didn't want me, so cool. I'm here, and they like me. You know, I'm good. I don't need y'all. I'm saying fuck it. I'm finna get off in you. You know, pause. So I honestly think that Matt. I, I honestly think that the Lions would win strictly based on the fact that it's different for them right now, man. Like those dudes are really out there working hard. They doing everything that they can, man. They believe in Ragnar. Um, I, I think it'll just be too. It'll be too hard for the Lions to take that L versus, uh, you know, the Rams to go in there and get the W. It just, it's a blow to them because, you know, they sucked for so long. Yeah. Even when Stafford was there. You know, I don't know, was, was Stafford around with that 0-16 team? I believe was he that, was. I, think, I believe yeah, he, he was, was, right? Yeah, so he, yeah, he experienced so, that. Man, that, 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 talk about painful, bro, like, it's insanity. So, but they won all their uh, uh, preseason games, though. They were four and zero in preseason. Mm-hmm. And they wind up going into the regular season and zero like and sixteen. Yeah, yeah. that's tells you a lot about preseason. So Lions, the Lions are five and two at home. And the Lions then, will beat, beat the Rams because then they're going to go back into Dallas and get a revenge game. Yeah, and we're going to talk Rams about that Dallas and Lions game. Four and four away. So that don't bode well for them. They they fifty fifty on the road, so they might or they may or may not win. I think I think this favors the Lions just based off the fact that they five and two at the house. So might as well just. I think the Lions can do it too. I really do. You know. Yeah. They, they, I think the Lions are going to be hungry too because of the mediocrity they've had. You know, over the yeah. years, I, I think they're gonna you know really want to show something to their fans and. Can be uh, Niners Lions yeah. in the NFC Championship game. Who do we probably play? Like Eagles. Do we kind of first round of that? We're playing Philly, unless unless Philly loses to Tampa. Tampa. Bay. Okay. So we yeah, might play. Philly, hey, Philly would be the, Philly Philly be the right now. I wouldn't put it past them to lose. Take that L to Tampa Bay. They have been looking bad, and I, and from what I'm seeing and just everything that we've been talking about in the chat, man, it looked like Sirianni lost that locker room. And them dudes ain't playing for him no more, man. And that's not going to work. You can't have a team with all that firepower just looking like hot shit on the stick for five fucking weeks straight. Y'all got one win and y'all barely got that one. That wasn't a blowout. That wasn't dominance. It was like, oh, okay, we got by. And you've been Mm -hmm. losing the shit teams. You know what I'm saying? So You can tell Adrian Brown's disgusted with what's happening. He didn't even talk to the media, bro. Yeah, they don't like what's going on there. And I'm telling you right now, if Sirianni is the one that got to go, you better get the hell up out oh, of here. He's, he's man, he, way too much money invested in these cats. And it's I too solid. Too much terrible. talent not to be able to manage him right yeah. now. Yeah. I, I saw something like Riddick tried to ask Sirianni what was going on, and he just yeah. yelled at him and told him to get on and the field. Monte and then Smith, yeah, he yeah. came up and said, man, he was just trying to ask you a question, and he just walked away from him. I'm like, Okay, look, bro, I get it. There's high stress levels. We've been losing. It hasn't been looking good, but that doesn't mean that you fall apart. You're supposed to be the leader. Yeah. The leader can't be here falling apart. That's like that's like me being, you know, hypothetically speaking, me What's being up, the, twin? the leader of the team. And next thing you know, 
here I am, you know, and they looking at me to go go out there and go hard every day. And I'm like, yeah, I just don't feel like it today. The more I do that, what they gonna do? They gonna take off a few games too. They gonna take off yeah. a few plays. It's gonna be different things that happen. So he got to get that team right. But I mean, man, if we play the Eagles, I ain't worried about them, bro. They they looking so bad that there's yeah. nothing they can do. And I mean, hell, Tampa Bay might get them. You know, you never know. That might be that one game that you know uh, uh, um, Christian's uh, second favorite quarterback uh, shows up and balls out. We're gonna we're gonna play real quick, Tampa, real quick, Tampa Bay the Saints. We're gonna either play. Hold on, we're gonna play Tampa Bay the Saints or uh, not Atlanta. That's for sure. Well, so no, we'll play either Tampa Bay, New Orleans, or uh, Philly, Philly, because the Saints, Saints might still be able to win it. They might still be able to the win. Saints the Saints aren't in fans. yet. They have a chance though to be in, I believe. Oh yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Do they? Is the, they're they're is, both eight and eight. The Bucks, the Saints, the and the Bucks. Win, they, they play next week. Yeah. I think if the Bucks win, they're in. Yeah. Hey, real quick, guys, before we per- we proceed, uh, let's go ahead and acknowledge a lot of the people. We have a full house in the chat. Uh, we'll continue on in a minute, but I do want to acknowledge those in the chat. I'm going to start backwards. I'm going to start. Acknowledging uh, James is in the house. What's up, James? We got 49er throwback in the house. What's up, what's up? We got Niners Eddie in the house. We got Christian McCarver in the house. We got Rod in the house. We got Terradome. We got the Twin Empire in the house. What's up, Twin? We got OYG in the house. Uh, who else do we got in here? Making sure I don't leave nobody behind. We got Big Papa in the house. What's up, Big Papa? We got the Big All Show in the house. We have Miss Dina Harvey in the house. We got Daniel Bury Sports. We got Mia in the house. We got Adam in the house. What's up, Adam? Who else do we got in here? Make sure I don't leave nobody behind. Nighthawk Afterburner. Nighthawk Afterburner. Eddie Woods. Daniel Cantu. We got Don Dotson in the house. We got, uh, what else do we have in here? Miss Deb in the house. How you doing, Miss Deb? Oh, yeah, Miss Debbie. Miss Debbie is in the house, uh, repping. We got Jimmy Perez. We had Melissa in the house. What's up, Melissa? So I just wanted to acknowledge uh, each and every one of you, give you a hand of applause uh, for uh, popping in. You guys are the MVP of the show. All right, guys, you can guys continue. I just wanted to acknowledge these lovely folks in the chat. Of course, man. We got to. That's the whole point of it. Yeah, yes, man. If, uh, if anything, man, if uh, Beto, you should, if you can, find a little playoff bracket, man. Let's let's take a look at that. Yeah, because we already that. know what we're doing. We like, like we're set. Yes, we sir. Sit our guys. We're, yeah. we're all cool with it. If, it. if they play for a little bit, we're cool with that as well. We just want to make sure that anybody who truthfully needs rest gets that rest. And we need to just be able to let these dudes, you know, take that time. And I mean, what happened? Ambry Thomas got a guy have surgery on his hand. He's already possibly black back for the playoffs. Yep. Just and Ray Ray McLeod has uh, cleared to come yeah. back too. Now we need. I wanted to part. ask you guys a real like quick question. Return. I like Debo on kick returns. I'm not gonna lie. I don't like Ray Ray on kick returns. I like Debo. But on punts, we need Ray Ray. I'm sorry, I like Ronnie Bell. I like him, but he is just not that. Nope, no, you're not. Some something's not clicking yet, son. You gotta got you gotta wait a little bit. Get it right. 
takes time. I have a question for you guys real quick. Do Are you guys concerned about Jennings at all? Because he has that concussion, and, I mean, he was out these last two games. Yeah, I'm wondering what's really going on, man, because when a concussion lingers like that, that's a little scary. Mm-hmm. You know, not not a good thing at all. Bless you, Christian. You know. Thank you. But, yeah, I just I, – that, that kind of scares me. And I like J.J., man. That dude is – is he, he's the Third guy down. that we have that he's our Draymond Green, bro. Without beating the hell out of everybody, low key, like he is because he's our enforcer. Because you you mess with you mess with us and fifteen is on the field, he running, he coming right at you. You know, but then at the same time, you know, under your skin to a point where you get frustrated and you don't know what's going on, and you do something stupid, and next thing you know, it's fifteen yards, and he just standing there like this. He'll be good to go for the for the playoff game. So, I think he will. Yeah, I think they're gonna just leave him out and just say, "Hey, don't even worry about mm-hmm. playing. Just when the playoffs come, we'll get you back out there, baby. We'll open your practice window and get you do get you through whatever you got to get you through." We should be pretty reasonably healthy to start the playoffs, and I think our first game in divisional round, whoever we play, it's I don't think it's gonna be too much of a challenge. Which just the NFC Championship, yeah. whoever we get, that's gonna be a dogfight. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I ain't even going front. Terra Dome, that's a good – that's actually a really good uh, <laughs> good thing there, man. He said he got to change that number, man. 10 ain't going to win on the bumper turns. Hell, 10 barely did much when that motherfucker was here, but we ain't going to start talking about him. He probably going to be a free agent next year with the way they're going in, uh, uh, with the Raiders. Yeah, they ain't keeping him. Yeah. Let's see here. Should give Kyle Weaver's flashbacks and give Jimmy Garoppolo flashbacks. Yeah. Tan is just, I'm good. I was able to find the bracket if you guys want to pull it up. Did you? I'm looking, I was looking for it, but I'm trying to get everybody's uh, uh, things on the on the board as well. What's up, Summit? Welcome to the show, buddy. Um. Everybody's is concerned about uh, Jennings. I think Jennings as a blocker, people kind of uh, oh, underestimate uh, what he can do as a blocker, man. I know he's not your, you know, your Debo or your Brandon Ayuk, but what he does to help uh, the run game is unnoticed a lot of times, and people don't realize how important that is to this offense. And he's clutch on third down. Yep. I, see, we, I think we missed him against the Ravens. But that's just me. Maybe it's yeah. just me. Okay, that's the one I found. Okay, perfect. That's the one that I had found. So you lose some on. of that physicality on offense, and you don't have Jennings. And I think he would have intimidated uh, the the Ravens linebackers a little bit in their safeties if he had been in the game. Yeah, cause he yeah, cause he ain't no bitch. Jennings is ready. You know, like y'all want to play hardball, we play hardball too. I tell you this, I did the the one thing that I loved in that game. Uh, from the Ravens, Debo just bounced off a homeboy and kept pushing. Like mm-hmm. he thought it was, it was over. He just gave him a crack, and it was like at that point, that's that one moment where you hit a guy with everything you got, and that motherfucker just looks at you like that didn't he didn't even feel shit. It's like okay, now I got to switch up the damn game plan. So motherfucker took my best shot and figure out the next step with this bastard. This ain't gonna work. And as the Debo proved to him, that moment. 
If we play the Ravens in the Super Bowl, they're not going to know what to do with playoff Debo. Let's just put it that way. That man goes on play a whole other level. Playoff Debo, dude. He's a whole different, different no, animal play, in the playoffs. Oh, oh, you're saying play the Rams in the playoffs? No, the Ravens. No, no, no. He's the saying the Ravens in the Super Bowl. They don't the want Ravens to play Debo. They don't want no, no part of playoff Debo. Oh, yeah, all these dudes, they, they become different animals once that happens. And honestly, I'm going to tell you right now, I think Trent Williams is 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 uh, contemplating retirement, man, and I think he's ready to just say, you know what, I'm going to give everything I got. If I got to go out there with half a leg, one eye, and three toes on the other foot, I'm getting out there to play, and I'm going to do whatever I can, you know. Nope. I just I just think it's it's, it's going to work, man. It's going to be a real hard sell, but it's going to work. I mean, hell, honestly, the, the the one thing I can say is it's nice that the Ravens are doing what they're doing, but until I see it in the playoffs, none of that matters. Because yeah. Lamar, he doesn't win in the playoffs. That's exactly. the one knock again. You have all that running ability. You have this, you have that. You can throw the ball, you do all this. But when the playoffs come around, you ain't worth shit. One of, the, one, of, one of the people that that's considered one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time was actually really bad in the playoffs, and that's Peyton Manning. His playoff numbers are not great. So we're talking yeah, about you got to think about it. Yeah, but I think, no, I mean, he's got, yeah, he's got more wins than, yeah, way more wins than Lamar. I mean, you okay, were at least Lamar, getting Lamar, kidding. Lamar doesn't have the best track record in the playoffs either. Mm-mm, no, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, he's he's not not great on it, you know. You good over there, Beto? Give me one I second, Ravens, bro. I think if the Ravens play the Browns in the in the playoffs, the Browns will beat them. I'm gonna do something. I'm, hey, I'm gonna tell you right now. I would love that matchup so they could beat the shit out of each other. So by the time they get to us, <laughs> I will laugh my ass off seeing Joe Flacco right hey, Flacco beat Lamar, bro. That'd my, be, my dude, I'd be so is... happy though to be able to see them in the playoffs then, because when we could get our revenge back to, from Joe Flacco. Hey, my 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 pick for the Super Bowl right now, is, as of now, is Niners Browns. The nine, the Browns have a good defense, and they have probably the best defensive backfield right now. Yeah, and Flacco putting up you know three touchdowns, three hundred plus yards a game. Yeah, I'd I'd pick the Browns coming out of the AFC right now. They're the most complete team and playing the best ball, I'd say. Okay. All right, here we go. Yeah, uh, I, you can say the Ravens are. Right. You can say you can say the Ravens are too, but I just I think that'd be a divisional game, and the Ravens or mm-hmm. the Browns knowing how to play Lamar, I, I I like the the Browns' chance in that. Mm-hmm. All right, let me show you guys. Let me let me put on the bracket, real quick. Ah, uh, let's see here. All okay. right, you guys see so, the bracket? Yep. yep, yep. All right, there it is. I'm not gonna worry about the camera. All right, so, so we so so it's enough of us, man. Let's let let's pick them. Um, we're gonna start with the AFC. Um, who is uh, winning between? Jacksonville and Cleveland media. I am going to take the Cleveland Browns just because I don't – I'm not sold on the Jags, man. Like, some, they just seem kind of like a weird team. They don't really feel dominant as much. I feel like they're just barely getting by, so I'm taking the Browns. Yeah, no chance. 
Okay. So uh, I'm going to get this for you, Kristen. Um, Kansas City and Buffalo. Buffalo. Mm. Damn. No hesitation. I like it. Buffalo might not even make it in, bro. Yeah, they're going to make it in. Dolphins are beat this shit. They're going to beat them. Yeah. Dolphins are beat up. Yeah, so Dolphins or Indy uh, uh, beat up? Um. Ooh, I kind of want to go with the upset, but uh, I'm gonna go with the realistic pick and say Miami. Okay, Beto, who's got Tampa Bay and Philly? Oh man, um, Philadelphia, like you said earlier, bro. It's it's hard to go with Philly because their defense is trash. Their defense is not the same. Uh, we knew they were suspect from the beginning of the season, but they were winning some close games. They were getting lucky, uh, and they finally got destroyed and broken by the Niners when the Niners went in there and just broke their spirit. They haven't been the since since. Um, Tampa just lost to New Orleans at home. Uh, you don't know what you're getting with uh, uh, Mayfield. What kind of game yeah. is he bringing? That's going to be interesting. Uh, is the offense of the Eagles going to show up? Uh, this is a hard one, but I, I think the Eagles and, and their coach are going to be desperate, and I'm going to give it to the Eagles. Okay. okay. Well, I'll take this one, Detroit and the Rams. Now, I am not stating this, people, just because I don't like the Rams. I'm actually stating this because I think Detroit is a better team. Um, so I'm going to take Detroit there. They're better at home. The Rams aren't good on the road. They're 50-50, so you never know if they're really going to win. And to be honest with you, um, I'm sorry. Detroit just got – defense is disgusting. You know what I'm saying? They got some solid tackles up there up front, solid ends. And, you know, I, I think DeAndre uh, – not DeAndre Swift. Um, what is that kid's name? The damn running back. I can't remember it right now. He's pretty good. Gibbs? Yeah. Yeah, he's he's pretty good. And then I'm telling you, man, I just I, I'm telling you, I think Jared Goff gets his revenge. And he says, you know what, y'all threw me out like trash, and I put you out the playoffs. Go so sit the fuck down somewhere. So that's for me. And then Dallas and Green, Dallas and Green Bay. Um, what what say you, Christian? Oh, Dallas. Green Bay has no defense. They're not going to be able to stop Dallas's offense. Like Green go. Bay might be able to move the ball a little bit on offense, but yeah, they they can't. They have no defense. They won't be able to stop Dallas because their defense is terrible. Okay, so we're gonna go right back to you, media. Baltimore and Cleveland. Mm-hmm. That's who we pick. Who comes out of that game on top to go to the AFC Championship? Hmm. This is a tough one because in my mind, I'm like, I feel like Baltimore has to, you know, Lamar Jackson that, has that, to that game, break That's that. not Buffalo. Buffalo would play Baltimore. They're the lower seed. Oh, you're correct. I do apologize. So it'd be Buffalo versus Baltimore? Would it? Um, yeah, it that, would be. Yeah, because okay, they're six. If that's, the, yeah. if that's the case, you know, I know Buffalo's been heating up to – that's a battle. Two solid defenses, but two really good defenses. It's gonna be close, but I'm I'm gonna go with the Baltimore Ravens. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. And then uh, B-dubs. We would have then uh, Cleveland versus Miami. Ooh. Who's taking that? That's that's a good one. Um, Can he do it? Can he pull it off? I'll say I'm going to take Cleveland. Okay. That's not a bad take there, Brandon. That's a good take. Cleveland is kind of like the Ravens minus Lamar. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, also, too, also too, Miami is getting hit with hella injuries right now. Too. And they lost their defensive uh, defender for the year almost like to, uh, what's his name, uh, Grub or Grab or Chubb? Oh, yeah, Bradley Chubb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's I didn't need to butcher his name. Year too. So. Yep. And then I heard Xavier Howard's also hurt today, apparently. Yeah, oh, Miami's God. going in the wrong direction. Uh, yeah. As it is, they never really played tough teams. Uh, you know, their wins are kind of suspect who they played. This is an interesting thing about records, right? You get these teams with these high records, but you got to look at who they played, their matchups, and what they're good at and what they're not. And uh, in these playoff games, um, like Cleveland, Miami would be naturally just say Miami – uh, with that offense they have, but that defense is not that good. And now they lose one of their top pass rushers. And Joe Flacco is like he's drinking uh, water from the fountain of youth or oh, something. Youth. Yeah. yeah, he's playing some ball. He don't even have to play the way he's been playing. As long as he plays decent, uh, mm-hmm. Cleveland is going to be tough to beat over there uh, on that side of the AFC. So it's going to be interesting to see this playoffs play out for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. So bet they'll take it away, man. Us in Philly, we already—I mean, we already know where we're going with that one. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, the Niners already broke him. Uh, it's oh, like, wait a minute, know, my bad. Oh yeah, yeah, Philly. Because yeah, we said Philly. Was yeah, winning. yeah, Philly beating yeah, Tampa. Philly. So Philly got broken, got their hearts taken out of them. Uh, we're the bullies, and and I and I mean, mean no offense to those that ever been bullied before or not, but the Niners are bullies and. Uh, you know, when you beat somebody up, you put doubt. You put doubt in their heart. They're like, they might think they can beat you, but since you beat them up pretty bad, there's always going to be that doubt. And I think that's going to work against uh, the Eagles. And I think the Eagles are going to be riding an emotional high on beating Tampa in Tampa. They're, they're just going to get destroyed uh, by the Niners uh, at home. Moving so you're saying we get Nick Sirianni fired? We definitely... We either get us a fired or his wife slap. One of the two. <laughs> All right, man. So I'm gonna take this off. We got Detroit versus Dallas. I will tell you this: we automatically. Ooh. I gotta go. Uh, now it's Dallas gonna be in Dallas, home. not in Detroit. Now it is in Dallas. And Dallas Probably has won 16 in a row. Or the Lions think, just beat them in Dallas. The I think, yeah, I mean, it didn't count as a win, but the Lions just beat them. I think, that was, I no, think, that was in Detroit. No, it wasn't. It was in Dallas. When they lost by that your, uh, that call by the ref? That was in Dallas. That no, was it Dallas. wasn't. That's, it wasn't in Detroit. Why they, honored, they honored Jimmy Johnson in Dallas, not in, not in Detroit. No, it was yeah, in Detroit. Yeah, I know. I'm messing with the guy with the haircut. Leave me alone. Uh, <laughs> what are you talking about? Actually, Smith over there? actually, when he said Emma Smith and the honoring, I'm like, oh, shit, I'm wrong. Yep. Yeah, you're right. Give it to the white man. 
This guy. This hey, we got a bunch of people in here, Matt. Fire it up in the yeah, chat. Chat's going off. We got a lot of viewers tonight. We use yeah, a lot of knowledge. You guys, you guys are awesome. Charm in, man. If you guys have any questions, charm in. We're talking about the yeah. bracket. We're gonna get to the Super Bowl in a minute. I just want to say that Dion is doing an awesome job uh, with the bracket, man. Appreciate you, brother. Of course, of course, man. That's what we're doing. I'm just trying to make sure that we we take a look at it. So we're gonna flip back over, man. Now we got uh we got a AFC championship game here of Baltimore and Cleveland. So that being said, and this is the perfect person to ask this, Christian. I, you have to call that. Yeah, I, I'm I'm taking I'm taking Cleveland. I mean, you got you got a um, divisional game. You have the great, de the better defense, I would say, with Cleveland. They've been the number one defense pretty much all year. They probably have the best mm -hmm. defensive backfield in the NFL. Their corners are in really good. Miles um, Garrett, I, I just I think that's the one team that can, knows how to beat Lamar because they've already done it this year. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I'm going to take the Browns on that one just because Baltimore's been playing great, but, I mean, a divisional game in the AFC Championship against the, you know, best defense, and you have to hope Lamar can stay in the pocket and be accurate the whole time, which which I don't think is going to happen. So I, I'm going to pick Cleveland. Booyah! So we already know that this Super Bowl basically would come down to Cleveland and San Francisco. And we all know what happened last time we played Cleveland. We almost got them. But uh, they, they they made our offensive line look like shit. Mooney's um, revenge. But, yeah, yeah, I think that, that, that would be the Super Bowl. I, I ain't even going to call the Super Bowl right now. I'm just going to say that's what it would. That's what it would be. You know, I just would say that. But, yeah, man. Dude, that, playing that Flacco now, playing Flacco now benefits us because he's old and can't move. So yeah. We're going to get to him. <laughs> we're going to get to him. Oh. Yeah, he's going nowhere. Yeah, he ain't moving. He ain't doing nothing. He's going to be a statue, and we're going to get his ass. And he, yeah. the one thing about Flacco is Flacco's tall, but that could be a disadvantage when you're trying to let go of that ball. And we'll be, we'll be playing indoors, not outside in the rain and that crappy weather in Cleveland. We'll be playing yep. in Vegas indoors, so that's a plus, too. Yeah, so we ain't got to worry about that, you know. But that will be great, man. We can make it to the Super Bowl. It's in Vegas. I'll actually get to go and be about. Real quick, guys, let, let's just keep it 100%. Uh, you guys honestly think that we have a real chance to make it to the Super Bowl. 2019, I want to ask this real quick. 2019, we made it. We had home field advantage as we do in 2023. We went to the Super Bowl, didn't kind of get the result that we wanted. I want to ask you guys, and I want to get fired up right now, which team is better, the 2019 Super Bowl team or this team that we have this year, and why? Anyone? I'm going to say this team. Well think, well, think about it. That team in 2019 was the defense. The defense was absolutely destructively dominant. And this team, this team is an absolute freaking just – uh, insane nightmare offense. on offense. They can put up, yeah, they can they can put up forty points like that if you with a blink of an eye. So, well, twenty nineteen, we didn't have Trent, we didn't have uh, 
a Uke, and then we didn't have we didn't uh, have CMC. Christian McCaffrey, yeah. Yeah. I'd say I'd say this this team just because the defense can still hold teams to under twenty and this offense can put up forty. Where the defense cause was always gonna hold teams to low scoring in twenty nineteen, but we never knew if the offense was gonna put up points because Jimmy Garoppolo is straight yeah. ass. We know we can run the ball, but but passing, absolutely not. I mean, if, if Purdy can do what he did uh against uh uh the commanders the way he extended the play by avoiding the sack and and leading a uke for that touchdown for the last touchdown and to number 10 in, would never no had we been able if we had purdy when we were running the ball the way we were in 2019 and we were running the ball that well and did, you couldn't get a pass we would have won oh purdy would have sliced Ooh. up the fucking kids <laughs> well he wouldn't have missed uh uh what's the play name? action uh the receiver, Ooh, I, the receiver that game never would have been close though. That play, yeah, yeah, that, that play wouldn't have happened because uh, it's such a big dimension between Brock and, and, and uh, you know. Let me ask you guys real quick. This is well. Are you guys sick and tired of hearing this damn a notion of Brock as a game manager? Is is this idiotic oh, now? Right. I'll I'm say, I'll say that and be like, oh, he's a system quarterback, like. Come on, he ain't but, no system dude, he, quarterback, bro. He's every time I see him play, every time Preaching I see him play, I feel like he's going he above the system because he's able to extend the plays. He's able to. He doesn't need to rely on Kyle just because he doesn't need the play call to be perfect in order to execute things. Yeah, I think it's honestly just a situation for Brock, for us to be able to. Go ahead and just let it go. It is what it is. The guy goes out, he plays football, he wins fucking games. Like, don't be mad at him because he doesn't do it the way you want him to do it. Come on, like, don't Deion. be mad at him for not having for for having weapons on offense. Don't be upset and pissed off because he did this and he did that. Uh, you know, and I I'll give Cam Newton a, you know a, a little bit of a shout out on this. He would do something with nothing, but that was because he was built like a fucking linebacker playing quarterback. You know how easy it is to do that? You know how many hits you can actually take? But yep. what happened to Cam Newton later on in his career? All them hits, all that beating that you put on your body, it weighed down on you. Arm wasn't the same. There were things that started to happen. So while you want to call him a game manager and all this other stuff, at the end of the day, that young man is doing what he has with the God-given ability that he has, along with the fact that he is out there shredding up defenses in the NFL and doing what he can to make sure that his teammates, you know what I'm saying, have doves at the end of the day. For him to be able to extend that play like that is amazing, you know, and it's great that he can point him over there and the next thing you know, boom. That's just a standstill, easy TD. But Brock Purdy being a game manager, it is what the fuck it is. You call him whatever you want. And you know what you can't call him? Late for a win on Sundays. Come on, bro. He seems to be fairly off on you. Oh, yeah. like, he's, Purdy's the only underdog story people seem to not want to get behind. Like, if if we yeah. go and win this Super Bowl, this is like straight up a movie. Yeah. Not only was he Mr. Irrelevant, he had the torn, the torn, you know, his elbow torn in half and Last year's NFC mm-hmm. Championship game, he probably could have been the first rookie ever to win a Super Bowl. Then he oh, comes tell me the next year after after surgery to win a to win a Super Bowl. Like, dude, that's like a movie like, straight up. That all that all can be fit into what an hour third hour and thirty two hours. 
Dude, good, they good, need good, to make a documentary good, about Brock Purdy. period of time, and everything. Hey. Just you, that dude being. You give you probably get the first fifteen minutes of him being high school, heading into college, and you make sure you touch on the fact that he had the opportunity to go to Alabama, but he chose not to. Like you, you could condense all of that into a movie, bro, and it would. It would. I'm telling you, it would sell. It's the it's the story of, of a true underdog, and then at the same time, you throw in the fact that this is a God fearing man, and that's what he lives on. He lives on his faith. He's not about to you know uh, dial that back for the next person. Come on, man. You you call him whatever you want. Gang manage this, gang manage that. At the end of the day, he manages to win fucking games. Let's go. Yeah. Let's not let's not forget that he broke the single uh, season record in the franchise history of the most passing yards. Mm-hmm. He's he's up there with uh with the Steve Young and, and Jeff Garcia's, and we know that Jeff Garcia was not a bad quarterback. I mean, he's doing things that Alex Smith didn't do, that Kaepernick didn't do, and I'm not putting shade on them, but this guy is is, is getting the ball out there. He, he, he's quick decision maker. He reacts. And he doesn't let the game get too big for him. He had a bad game against the Ravens, and everybody, a lot of people were starting to doubt him because of this game, which quarter, people forget. Now, we won the game. This is why people forget this, but we all know about the catch, right? Dwight Clark, the catch, mm-hmm. it's, mm-hmm. it's down in history. But what people forget that Joe Montana had thrown three interceptions in that game. Mm-hmm. But because we and won that play, game. And if you watch that play, that almost looks like he didn't necessarily know if that was going to work. No, I think he was throwing they, it they, away. They, pra- they practiced it. They, I think they he was trying to throw it away, but Dwight Clark came out of no fucking where and was like, nah, that's all right, I'll take that. Yeah. Dwight Clark said they practiced it, and he told he told Joe to put it up there and he'll get it. And which yeah. he did. So people don't realize that. You know, and, and when you reference uh, Brock Purdy to Joe Montana, see, I grew up in the, watching the teams in 77. I watched the team before Joe Montana, before Bill Walsh. I seen the ups and downs. So when when people, I can't speak for others, but when I reference Brock's ability to uh, Joe Montana, I'm not saying he's going to be a Hall of Famer. I'm not saying he's going to win four Super Bowls. People go to the extreme too fast. What I'm saying is, Joe Montana, before he became who he was and is, and everybody loves and respects, he went through his trials and tribulations. He went through his mistakes, but he showed us back then, hey, this guy could be good. Now, the difference is Montana, he got drafted in the third round, not in the seventh round. I guarantee, guys, if Brock Purdy would have been taken in the sec- in the second or first round, this whole comp- this whole argument about uh, he's assistant quarterback would not have been discussed. It would have been this guy's elite. That's- Just because he's taken in the seventh round, Adam Mack, everybody, and people hate to be wrong. Those who are called mm-hmm. experts do not want to uh, take heat and, and acknowledge they were wrong. So they will continue to shit on Brock and hoping that Brock breaks down so they don't have to admit that they're wrong. Those that are smart and those that, have, that they care about the, their credibility, they admit it. I was wrong about Brock, and Brock is doing it, and this is why people still follow them. But others like Wright, whatever his name is, and others that do Nick not want to accept responsibility because they want to be right are just a bunch of ABs that don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, he, yeah. Yeah, that is My only thing is with Brock Purdy is when I watch the kid, like he is just out there having fun, man. He just mm-hmm. looks so natural. 
doing that, and that's just what I absolutely love to see all, from him because he's not stressing these, even if he turns the ball over and has a bad game. All these guys that shit on Purdy are the same guys that sit there and protect Mahomes like he's some untouchable god and is in play, in, incapable mm-hmm. of throwing mm-hmm. a bad pass. Like Everybody's eating up freaking Mar- Mar- Montez Valdez-Scantling for that drop, and it's like you got to catch it because you had it, it was in your hands, but that was a shit throw. You put it behind him on, on, on his back hip as he's running the other way. All you have to do is, is throw it in front of him. He catches it, and he probably takes it for a touchdown. But let's not let's mm-hmm. not say that freaking Mahomes threw an inaccurate, shitty pass and yep. put it all on the on the receiver. But you know he's an untouchable god who 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 can't do anything but make great plays. It's fucking ridiculous. Like, they, I swear, dude, they, everybody acts like he's the greatest thing ever, so he's incapable of doing anything bad. But then the people, Dak. people think that Dak is the greatest his, quarterback and he keeps screwing yeah, up. You guys have you have a guy who's outplaying his draft status and it's just shit on him, shit on him, shit mm-hmm. on him. But as soon as like the guy who everybody loves, who's everybody's darling, plays like shit, well, we're gonna blame the receivers because you know it's not his fault that he's throwing balls that are inaccurate, yeah. you know, throwing it behind yeah. receivers. It's I will say this play. though. I did I did tell people I, I did tell people that Eric Bienemy meant something to that team. And he was he was the guy that held everyone accountable. Now that he's, he's not here, ain't nobody holding him accountable because Andy like Reid ain't that dude. That's a good point. He's a player coach, so it's like you have to have that person, and that's that's what we were screaming about some years ago. Just as as fans, and you know, the 49ers locker room would be like, "Oh, well, we don't need that, and we don't do this, or we don't do that, and we don't need a rah rah guy." And all the other shit, nobody needs to yell at us and all that. Everybody was being quiet and coy. I think behind closed doors, they do get ripped a brand new asshole, but they're just smart enough to keep it behind closed doors. You know what I'm saying? Because I remember when they said that, and then we lost a couple of games, and magically, Jimmy Warner, Fred Warner decided to call a players only meeting. So you mean to tell me there wasn't no rah rah in there? You mean to tell me it was all cut rainbows and fucking rabbits? And everybody needs Kyle's to know what they Mike need Shanahan's to son, trust me. <laughs> There's accountability. Kyle, Kyle's still Mike Shanahan's son. Uh, <laughs> he has that other side of him that Mike had too. Mike's quiet. Mike, Mike's quiet. He has that other Mom, side though. Saying, no, but but one thing I will tell you is you you heard stories about Mike. You did. Yeah, you don't true. you never heard those stories about Kyle. I'll tell you that I'll say this. Maybe Kyle does do it and we don't see it, and that's fine. But to be honest with you, I think he he lets his players hold themselves accountable rather than well, him being the guy to enforce it because it just I don't know, just the way that he coaches, it doesn't seem to me he like he likes that. to be a player's coach he's, instead of a coach he's, coach. He's the yeah, a, a guy a guy who has favorites. Can't be trying to hold motherfuckers accountable. You can see the immaturity in Kyle. I, I mean, you can't see when he comes to uh, Man, personnel. His weight, whatever he's doing is working. I ain't mad at him. No, if no, it course. works, it works. But he is. But stubborn. my thing is, if you have favorites, bro, and you get stubborn at times. That you can't, you can't be trying to hold people accountable because you ain't even able to hold yourself accountable. You have to be able to look in the mirror and understand your flaws and the things that you can and can't do, versus. You trying to hold another person accountable, but you can't even do that for yourself. Like, Dion, to your to your point, real quick, who did they? How many yards rushing did uh, Elijah Mitchell have? Uh, eight, uh, seventy or eighty. 
80. I think it was 78. And the reason 80. why we were able to see him run, though, as well as he ran is because, unfortunately, mm-hmm. uh, Christian got hurt, right? So they yeah, put yeah, him yeah. in. But this is where Kyle does frustrate me. Even I understand mm-hmm. that the CMC, they people, defense's game plan because he's on the field. Yeah. I understand that. But when you have Elijah, when you have the other young kid. Uh, Jordan Mason. Got, Jordan, yeah, mm-hmm. Mason thing. Jordan Mason, you got to put these guys in there to do their thing. Elijah got an opportunity. Yep. Elijah was moving the ball, bro. He was cutting, swinging. He was doing his thing. And you got to have this guy. One thing about Elijah, other than getting hurt, unfortunately, he's the type of cat mm-hmm. that needs to get into his groove. He needs to start feeling yeah. himself there. And if you're not playing enough, it's hard for you to get yourself in that groove, right? Um, what You notice Elijah started to play more and play more and play more. He started to get the mm-hmm. shit together. And we got to see this. Jordan Mason's a, 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 a downhill runner, bro. Why aren't these cats playing? And that's the thing about Kyle uh, and favoritism. He goes with his favorites. I'm not saying they're better than CMC, I but mean, why keep putting miles on either. CMC when you can rest them? Yeah. Spell them properly and you'll make them last. No, I know I McCaffrey really doesn't want to come out. Yeah, but but at the end of the day, the you're coach? the coach. Yeah, you make the decision. You tell them you you yeah. have to protect players I mean, from themselves. Like and and Kyle said this um, about Brock in that Ravens game because Brock wanted to go back in, and he looked at him and said, "Look, man, it's just not tonight. It happens. It is what it is, man. Every everybody has shitty days. This is one of those days. Let it go." And Brock said, all right, and went to the bench and just started understanding it. And then at the same time, like, when the game is out of hand already, it's like, look, man, I got to protect you from yourself, okay? You're not about to go out there and win this joint. It's over already. Let's just, the difference, you know, let's just move forward. Yeah, the difference of these teams compared to the old ones is we actually have a quarterback who's a legitimate leader who takes responsibility. Like, mm-hmm. just look at mm-hmm. him after the Ravens game and everything he said and full accountability he took on himself yeah. and how much he needs to play yeah. better. Jimmy never did once did that. Jimmy could play like ass and talk about the team this, the team that. When he looked like fucking, you know, I don't know. I can't even think, dude. But okay, you, okay so y'all, y'all remember, y'all remember looked, Jimmy? I can't when, even think he, of how bad. How, how, I can't even think of an analogy for how bad he. Yeah, was. you you remember you remember Jimmy when they used to ask him about the interceptions, right? Uh yeah, you know that was yeah. a tough one. Uh, you know, so what happened on that one? Uh, consistent explanations. Of why you messed up instead of just going, I had a shitty game, bro. Happens. I got to be better about that. I can't let my teammates down. It's like that moment when they when when they asked Zach Wilson, "Hey, you think you let the defense down?" And he said, "No," without a a, a thought. And next thing you know, that defense looked at him like, "That's, that's, <laughs> Jimmy, that's like, Jimmy G shit." Is what that was. That was straight Jimmy G shit. It's like don't learn from that guy in that book. But honestly, man, I think. This next week, if we can go ahead and get that dub with just a bunch of backups, that works for me, you know, because I just, I just beating the Rams is just something that makes me smile, you know. Absolutely. <laughs> maybe I'm, maybe sweeping I'm selfish. The, about the it, West but... <laughs> two years in a row, it's hard to do. And sweep, yeah, sweeping the West, man, like that to me is great. Why not? But hey, if do it again. Playoffs, do it again for a second year in a row. If we do it with our backups, and they have their starters. Oh, that would be hilarious. That would be, be hilarious. I can tell you this That'd though. Honestly, the only person that I wouldn't that I would not take out, and it's just because I, I want Sam to have a fighting chance, I'd ask Trent to play. At oh. least for a quarter. If we, if 
we had all our backups, no, 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 I would no, ask no, Trent no. to help him out for at least a little bit. Just forget Sam, get his ass killed. Yo. Put, keep uh, Trent on the side. I'm, if I'm putting yeah. a starting offense, get his ass. Sam, in, you better run, fool. You know who I'm actually putting in? You know who I'm actually putting in? If if they're gonna go with him still, Spencer Burford. Oh. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna stay in there. Yeah, he's hey, gonna well, play. He's if trash. they do, we talked I about this in our group chat. Um, if they do end up uh, playing the starters, probably like first quarter, or first half, that's about it. Yeah, yeah, I don't see them playing more than than a half. I don't see them playing. Yeah, yeah, they just, I, I think they're gonna want to, and Kyle's gonna be like, "Man, we got the bye week, bro. You better chill we out. We need to protect ourselves." <laughs> this yeah. is what John Lynch puts his big boy pants on. So Kyle, mm-hmm. stop being a bitch. We're not playing them. Go over there and, and coach the backups. This team needs to be healthy. Yeah. We're not going to. They might play. Yeah. Honestly, what I think is going to happen is they'll play the first quarter. Then we'll pull them. Look what happened to Chubb. Three minutes left in the game. They already, they already had lost against the Ravens. Yeah, like they, what was, what was Daniels keeping them in there that late? Or what's the name? Uh, that old man that's over there coaching their defense. Uh, he said that old man. Oh, the guy that used to be for us. Uh, yeah. Big Fangio. Big Fangio. What are you doing, bro? What do you have? You started out there on a game you can't win in three minutes and you still have Chubbs and Chubbs get hurt. This is what happens when you let your pride, uh, you know, write a check that you're, uh, that you can't catch. So, that's, yeah, why, let, that's why I think, that's why I think the, the, the Rams have no reason to play their starters. Is no. You have, you have freaking Stafford who gets and, hurt. Dude, their man. depth, their depth is also worse than ours. Like, yeah, they're definitely bad, bro. <laughs> they if they lose these starters. Be, it's going to be the backup. They're going to they're not going to they're not going to play the starters unless it's one quarter like mm-hmm. us. Like, there's no point. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, let's go ahead. Let's let us close it out, fellas. Absolutely. Who wants to close that out, guys? This has been a great show. All we right. Have, we have a lot of people in, and it just want to close quick, it out. With shout out to the chat, everybody in the chat. You guys are all yeah, stars. Thank, thank, thank everybody you guys. for coming through. We're, Happy New We're Year. Close it out with Brandon eating a cannoli. This motherfucker. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> That's the way you close it out, baby. Somebody got to step uh, on somebody. Goddamn it. <laughs> I'll, I'll close it out. All right. So we got the win. We clinched the one seed. The playoffs runs through Levi Stadium. Brandon said he clinched his butt cheek. <laughs> That's what I yeah, – That's why I hit the sensor. I'm like, what? Talking about butt oh juice. Well, anyways, happy new year to everybody, to all the faithful, to you Do guys. Do like this, Brandon. We start off, we started <laughs> off the year right, and we'll be back next week. Until next time, go Niners. Peace. Go, go Niners. Brandon. Go, go Brandon. Go. Later, guys. <laughs> all right, man. You should go get a cheer. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two. Zero.